Well, I think it was The Walking Dead, even before the television show, its comic book. And hell, even the movie Night of the Living Dead, that really brought this to the limelight and made people think. Zombies. Could it exist? Could it happen? Well, in the automotive world, zombies do exist. And they walk among us every single day. But have you ever met a zombie? Have you ever been in a zombie? And do you know of anybody who has or is in cahoots with a zombie car? Oh yeah. Today, Autolux is going to take a look at the automobile industry's greatest scary fact. It's the fact that we have zombies living amongst us in the automotive world. Welcome back to the Autolux Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. Coming to you from our main host website at autolux.net. If you haven't been there, stop by, check it out, and read some of our reviews, check out some of our ratings, and find out who won the coveted Autolux A-plus award of design excellence for the world. With over 740 vehicles rated for 2024, Autolux has put the world's best design products up against each other to see who will win for the best design and who will win our famous rusty award for being the worst dressed to the party all on the autolux.net website the autolux podcast is brought to you by ecom entertainment group and distributed by podbeam.com if you'd like to get in touch with us send us an email over at email at autolux.net so like we said in the beginning zombies zombies exist in the automotive world and you may think oh these are wandering you know crap shacks of vehicles that people have sitting in their backyard that they literally throw a little bit of fuel in and manage to get it started. These are those pieces of crap sitting in your front yard. Hell, it's that firebird down the road sitting up on blocks in somebody's front yard that they fired up and took for a drive out, even though the rear end of this thing is going to pop off at any second. No, that is not the distinction of zombie cars in the automotive world. Zombie vehicles are a completely different thing. Zombie vehicles have been around for a very long time in the automotive industry and dating all the way back to the beginning of the automobile industry and hell, even going back to its beginning in the early 1900s. Zombie cars existed. They were there and they were rampant between the 1920s and 1960s. Zombie vehicles became more and more prevalent every single year and hell, they became more and more of them on the road. But what in the true definition is a zombie car? A zombie vehicle is one from a non-existing car company. Both non-existing altogether or non-existent in your country anymore. Currently in my driveway, I actually have two zombie products. I have one from a make that still exists here, but its product line no longer exists in this market, but everywhere else in the world. So the ones that are still around are essentially the remaining clusters of pre-life vehicles. Yeah, my Borrego essentially is a zombie. It's a unicorn zombie, but in a sense, it's a zombie. Body on frame vehicle from Kia, non-existent. We think they don't exist. And to see one, well, that's just a weird sight. But in the true context of zombie vehicles, my Suzuki sitting in my driveway is an actual zombie car. Suzuki is still in existence today, everywhere else around the world, except in North America. There is no Suzuki, and actually, within two months of me buying my Suzuki SX4 on the used car market, Suzuki completely pulled out of the North American marketplace, leaving me with a product from a company that no longer exists. A true zombie is The Walking Dead. Oh, my zombie car is essentially The Walking Dead. It's 
home and where it came from is no longer in existence in this country and those products are literally wandering about without anything else they just go from here to there feeding off of the system that exists when they fall apart they lose pieces and you have to use makeshift pieces or track down pieces to keep them alive these things are literally falling apart without anything to keep them together but this is a zombie product my Borrego is from the product line and an idea that no longer exists here. It is dead in the water. Just to see those products, they're essentially the living dead. Similar to that of my Suzuki. But a true zombie car held just in my home market in North America. The zombie car would be seeing a Pontiac, a Plymouth, a Saturn, a Mercury. They're zombies. Their car companies no longer exist at all. Essentially, they are zombies. They're walking around. They are the living dead. You still see them. And their company once existed. But essentially, they're just wandering about on the face of this earth. Hungry and still keeping themselves going. When they fall apart, they may have issues being fixed. When they fall apart and lose pieces. Sometimes people just leave them. And they just fall more and more into disrepair. Until they wind up sitting in someone's yard. Still alive. Still having motor skills. And being able to go from here or there. But unfortunately, they shouldn't be here. Zombie vehicles shouldn't, in fact, be here. Because when a company pulls that entire product lineup, or the entire division, or entire company full, those vehicles should not exist. There is nothing to keep them alive. So way back in the early parts of the automobile industry, when companies folded way back in the 1920s, 30s, and even 40s, so like a car company like Duesenberg or Pierce Arrow, when they folded, there was nothing to keep them alive. Because the markets back in those times, there weren't extra parts. The only you can keep your product alive is either one find somebody to build those parts for you which is actually a lot easier since most vehicles were very simplified back in the early days in the automobile industry or two buy a secondary vehicle to keep your initiary vehicle going for myself my borrego that is a main product thought to find a beat up old borrego i can literally take parts off of it to keep mine alive it's like frankenstein Frankenstein, in a sense, is a zombie. If you think about it, he's brought back to life. He was dead, and now he is living. So in a sense, a Frankenstein automobile, one's that pieced together for multiple pieces, is the living dead yet again. My zombies, on the other hand, still can get parts. You know, even though the fact they're coming back from 2008, that's still a long ways back. Well, 16 years? That's a long way for the automobile. But seeing a Saturn in the road, hell, knowing that that vehicle is still around and that car company's been dead for the same amount of time that my vehicles were created, seeing one is, is literally like the living dead. But the main zombies and how they become to be is when a company folds and a company like Saturn or even Plymouth, they have millions of products still out there. On North American roads alone, there are thousands upon thousands of these products on the road. To put it in context, Holden, which has just been shuttered a few years back, in the country of Australia, Holden's are the biggest zombie products you can find there since Holden owned a large percentage of that market share. So there are literally thousands, hundreds of thousands of Holden still on the road. We get it, they're part of General Motors and you can get parts for them from General Motors. But why are these things classified as dedicated zombies? Well, Holden is no longer alive. They've been put to rest. Literally, they took them out back behind the woodshed and did it old Yeller style and got rid of them. Like, hands down, took out the shotgun, got rid of them. They're gone. But these hundreds of thousands of vehicles are still alive. They are still wandering the roads. Sure, we're still utilizing them. We get it. They're machines. A machine 
from a company could be dead for, you know, a hundred years and we could still bring it back to life. Does that really make it a true zombie, like a dead person literally coming back to just feed upon us? In that main context, no. But in the context of hundreds, hundreds of thousands of Holdens wandering about on Australian streets from a car company that's no longer alive. Like I said, they've been killed off. You can still get parts from General Motors from them because a lot of their parts were similar to that of what they built. Plus, in today's market, unlike back in the 20s and 30s when Pierce Aaron Duesenberg died out, today vehicle manufacturers have to build parts for the existence of vehicles for upwards of three to five years after the production line goes out. So for my Suzuki, being the fact that that thing stopped being sold in North America 11 years ago, well, they may have pulled out of the market 11 years ago, but they still had to supply parts for another three years after that. So only eight years ago did the parts supply for Suzuki's North America end. They were still supplying these parts and knowing that there are tons of these vehicles still on the road. A lot of parts companies like Pep Boys, Maslak, Parts Source, and even like companies online like Rock Auto and Jags would buy up mass quantities of these parts knowing that there are thousands upon thousands of these vehicles still roaming the roads and keep warehouses upon warehouses of these parts. You ever wonder how you can still get parts for vehicles that are decades old? I can get brand new parts for my 1970 Mustang Grande. Yeah, brand new parts. My dad back in the 90s went to our hometown automotive supplier who was all across the Northeast, Maslak Auto Supply. He went in and got parts right off the shelf that were originally built for his Mustang back in the 90s. After 26 years, we're talking like 1996, he went in and ordered a part and pulled it right off the shelf. Well, Mustangs are still being built and Ford Motor Company is still around, so it's not a technical zombie. That specific model of the Mustangs no longer exists. Now, would you consider all classic car zombies? No, because if their production company is still in existence, they're not considered zombies because there is still a possibility of you getting dedicated parts from the OEM manufacturer for those vehicles. But let's say you're one of the few people that managed to get one of the Lordstown Auto Endurance pickup trucks. That's now a zombie car company in a zombie product. For the few people that actually didn't get them, how do you get parts for them? They didn't build an extensive amount of parts and then went bankrupt before they can even build a mass supply of parts for a limited production vehicle. So like I said, then you get into the Frankenstein effect, the zombie nation for automobiles. You start piecing them together from other ones. How do you think people keep Tuckers alive today? The Tucker Automobile Corporation is a zombie car company and their products, the Torpedo, is a zombie car. But people still have them. You can get new parts. Hell, you can even get remanufactured parts for them. They're very expensive and very hard to come by but to keep them alive, to showcase to the world something that was great as the Tucker Torpedo. You need to do that. You need to create new stuff to keep this animal alive. And to keep those zombies alive, you must have widely available source of parts. And if there aren't that many parts around, you're gonna have to have them made, or you're gonna have to start utilizing parts from other things. These are vehicles out on the road, hungry. You still gotta fuel them up to get them from point A to point B. You still gotta replace parts. They are hungry. They only serve one purpose, from going from point A to point B, and feeding. Why do you think we call them zombie cars? My Suzuki is made to go back and forth from home to work and back. She doesn't go much outside of that circle anymore. 
because it costs so much to feed her. And trust me, the older she gets, the more she has to feed. The more parts, the more gasoline, the more oil, the more fluids she burns through and she eats. She needs to feed like a zombie. As she loses pieces, she still wants to feed. That engine is still going. Meanwhile, literally falling apart like the living dead. Zombie products are essentially the living dead. They can keep going and going. As long as you maintain that engine, they keep going. As they lose pieces, but still keep going and get rebuilt, they keep going. You can't kill them. Some zombie products from car companies, or zombie companies in a sense, are easily to be killed. Because they're just built so poorly, you can't keep them alive. The AMC Pacer and AMC Gremlin are one. They were true lemons, even in their own heyday. And to keep them alive today costs a fortune to feed them. They're like the, the hungry plant from the little shop of horrors. It just sits there and asks to be fed. Feed me, is all it says. It has to feed because it's hungry. It wants to keep going, but it needs to feed. As some of our vehicles get older and older, they hit this. But because the nameplate attached to them is still alive, they're amongst the living. Zombie products are amongst the living dead. They're true living products from a dead company, product line, or division. With General Motors, Pontiac, or the living dead. That division is now gone ever since 2008, similar to that of Saturn. Their products are still around and their parts can still be had. That division is a zombie. It no longer exists. It is dead, but its products can still live for another day. It can still feed and keep going. Similar to that of my Suzuki. All it wants to do is feed and feed and feed and keep going into the world of tomorrow. You'll find many different zombie products around the globe. Hudson, Studebaker, American Motors. Hell, even going to China, we tend to see a lot of them. Just recently, this week, was Brabham. Yeah, you remember the Formula One team? They built their own supercar. You go to Mexico, you get Mestrada, the MXT, a failed project. Local Motors in the States. There are so many of these products that you can still find today, but cannot get parts for. It cannot keep them going. They're hungry to be alive and they want to keep going. You can see them out on the road all the time, but the company behind them is dead. They are the epitome of the living dead. They are the walking dead. Similar to the show, these products, well, hell, with all of these products out there, could they slowly take over the world? Well, as more and more car companies join together and more and more divisions get taken out, and as it consolidates even quicker now, the possibility of more zombies taking over the automotive world is greater. And right now, the massive growth in China and all the new car companies that pre-existed before COVID their economy is slowly failing now, which means the uprising of the zombies in the Chinese marketplace will soon take place, similar to that of the North America marketplace between the 30s and the 60s, when many different automobile divisions started failing. It happened in the British during the 60s and 70s. It happened in Germany during the 60s as well. Every nation has gone through their zombie effect. Canada, we essentially had the zombie effect, but the zombie effect really didn't affect us that much because we didn't have as many life-before-death products to begin with. Australia may have only had one major brand, but that major brand is now gone. And because it's been not that long since that brand died out, there are hundreds of thousands of those zombies still wandering the streets of Australia. How many people want to give up on their zombie? How many people want to give up on their Commodore or their Commodore Utes? How many want people want to get rid 
to their Ford Falcon Utes or Ford Falcons from Australia. Not a lot of people. They're amazing products and we want to keep them alive. So we keep feeding them. We feed them with our wallets to keep them going. Sure, unlike a real zombie, we don't have to worry about this one biting us and turning us into one. But in a sense, if you get bitten by a zombie in the automotive world, you may get bitten, and it may affect you to a main point. My Suzuki, when I got it, that car company existed. It no longer exists in North America, but its quality bit me. And to this day, I still can't give up on it. It and I have become one. We are hungry to keep going. We are hungry for more. We are hungry for more parts, more expenditures. But how long will it take before this zombie will finally be taken down? On The Walking Dead, zombies walk the earth. In the automotive world today, there are still tons of zombies out there. Reducing the amount of parts that exist for zombies will help get rid of the zombie population a lot easier. And now with our changeover to the electric industry, zombie products may become less prominent in the future. Where when the battery pack dies, the cost of replacing it, the expenditure that goes into bringing that zombie back to life will shy so many people away from doing it. Today, our zombie can be old, crummy products that as long as we put gas in them and keep the suspension from blowing up, we can keep that zombie going. And in the world of today, zombies are the most prevalent with entry level. Because entry level doesn't have the money to buy pure life vehicles. They like to keep the dead alive. So zombie cars, whether it be a company which has left your country like Suzuki, a product which has been pulled from your country before that product line could even be initiated like a supercar or a body on frame vehicle that a company no longer makes for your market similar to that of my borrego or a complete company failure like saab brabham locomotors even pontiac and holt zombies are out there they may not take over the world like they do on the walking dead but in the automotive world zombies will exist even into the future no matter how much we think we can control the zombie population there will always be another one coming out of the bush the unfortunate thing is, only for a few of us will these zombies bite really take effect. For the ones of us who like the zombies and want to hang out with them, only those people will become part of the zombie marketplace. Yes, zombies exist in the automotive world. And without these zombies, some of us may not have products to drive. Hell, without these zombies, our roads will have a lot less on them. Zombies have their place in the automotive world. We require them, just as we require entry-level economy products. So, should we go out and get completely get rid of the zombie market? Or should we just try and control it so that it doesn't get out of control? That is a big question you have to ask yourself. The other question you have to ask yourself is, do you think you could be bitten by a zombie? Because when you think about it, there are a lot of great zombie products from the past. So, what do you think about the zombie market? Do you think that the zombie market is a great part of the automobile world? Or do you really think these products are zombie products? Give us a chat. Send us an email over at email autolux.net. Tell us about your zombie products or zombie products that you know that your friends have, your family have, or ones that you've owned in the past. Send us a little bit on the social media sites that you find the Autolux podcast on. Show us your zombie products. We love to talk about the zombie products that still exist today and the ones that have been bitten by the zombie curse. All on the Autolux.net podcast. So if you like this podcast, please like, share, or comment about it on any of the major social feeds that you found the Autolux podcast on. Click the like button below and learn a bit more about the Autolux.net website and the Autolux podcast. Click below, whether you be on YouTube, Podbeam, or even Facebook. Click it, like it, learn it on the Autolux.net website and Autolux.net.
Podcast. The Autolux Podcast has been brought to you by Ecom Entertainment Group and distributed by Podbeam.com. You can find the Autolux Podcast on every major streaming site from across the globe, from iTunes to Spotify. The Autolux Podcast is there for you to find it. If you have trouble finding the Autolux Podcast on any major streaming sites, head on over to the Autolux.net website and find all of our podcasts, inclusive of rating, corporate links websites, and help, even our contact page. Send us an email over at email at Autolux.net if you'd like to get in touch with with the host of the Autolux podcast, Mr. Everett Shea, or even the Autolux.net website as a whole. So for myself, Everett Shea, the Autolux.net website, strap yourself in, lock your doors, and get your shotgun. Because this zombie apocalypse could be starting to grow once again. So strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride from the zombie market. <laughs>